0: you are now listening to the woke from home podcast woke from home can be found on all streaming platforms so please rate review share and subscribe also find us on twitter at woke from home or on ig at woke from underscore home now sit back and let's start the pod what's going on everybody it's another episode woke from home it's your boy, Eugene. I'm here with my people. Toyn, Siba, how you doing? How you feeling?
1: It's, hey, it's, good, to, it's good to be back. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's good, to, it's be good back. to be back for sure, man. This is great.
2: I'm sure you guys had fun the last episode laughing at act antics. <laughs> <laughs> I re-listened to the episode like, like I wasn't there, and it was hilarious to me.
1: Man. Yeah, that was a wild boy, man. That was a wild boy.
0: I can't, I can't wait to bring him back. Again, you can always follow us at on IG I woke from underscore home or on Twitter I woke from home uh you know let's not waste no more time let's get into it um, speaking of twitter you know, yeah speaking of
1: twitter oh shit let's jump right into <laughs> it
0: man <laughs> our our favorite billionaire Elon Musk you know he went ahead he he did he did something that you know you wish you could do as a which rich person which is you know I like this toy I'm going to buy it so he saw Twitter and he said, I want to buy it so he bought it What are your thoughts about this? I know initially for me, when I saw him buy it, I was just like, okay, he wants the data. He's looking to, you know, make some some bread off the data. I mean, even though he's already been making bread off of Twitter himself when, you know, he he, he tweets stuff like Dogecoin to the moon and all of a sudden you see that thing make a 300% jump in a matter of two hours and then, you know, hey, I'm going to sell it and then it just tanks another 200%. So I guess he just, you know, just one of these new toys that he sees shiny and he wants to have. I know another thing he's also mentioned is that he he wants it to be non censored. He wants the the form of, of freedom of speech, quote unquote. Him saying things like that, it just sounds like he's just gonna get get Trump back on there and cause ruckus. So what do y'all think about when you see Elon Musk buy Twitter?
2: It's funny because I saw a tweet today, uh, this guy, Elon was on Twitter. I was like, I love Twitter or something like that. And the guy responded, you should buy it. And then Elon goes, how much is it? And he posted (laughs) that today and he was like, this will haunt me forever. Almost like that was his fault or something (laughs) and gave him the idea. But um, honestly, I'm not a power Twitter user. So I'm on there, but I don't tweet. So I don't really know. I don't have the nostalgia that I feel people that have built actual community on Twitter, because there are full blown communities on Twitter, of people that have become made real friends with people that they've been tweeting nonsense with for the past decade. <laughs> um, and so I don't have that nostalgia because I didn't get on Twitter when it started like a lot of people. So for me, it doesn't mean much other than I always think, you know, um, I think it's interesting that when you look at the major ways that we get information today, it's, like, all controlled by, like, singular, like, rich men. Like, these Mm -hmm. men that just decided, like, I'm gonna own this. Like, our news outlets is, like, a conglomerate, and that's owned by by one Mm multi-billionaire. Twitter being um, acquired by Elon Musk. Uh, Freaking Zuck owns Facebook. So it's, like, they talk about freedom of speech. Like people love to talk about that and Americans go crazy for that. And I think like, obviously Twitter is a global community, right? right. So it's not just Americans that use it, but like the American ethos is all up and through Twitter and yeah. people really go crazy for freedom, freedom of speech. And I'm like, you only have one, you only have freedom of speech from the United States government. That's what the first amendment is about. It's not talking about your freedom to say whatever you want, whenever you want to say it. It's to the government, okay? You can say what you want about the government. Or to the government. The government can't censor you from talking how you want to talk in certain cases, obviously, because we have hate speech policies right. and all that kind of stuff. But right. for the most part, your opinions you can by the government, not from individual entities or private entities, you they are not guaranteeing you freedom of speech. That's not protected under the First Amendment amendment. So people uh-huh. should know that. But then two, it's like it's not really freedom of speech. It's not because those people that own these entities will control what speech is happening on these platforms. Even yeah. someone like Elon that is like embrace all views. Cause he tweeted today, like, Oh, I hope that even my worst critics will understand why I'm doing this. And as someone who has worked as an, at an Elon company, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on Elon, but I do think that like people like him have this God complex about them where they believe that because their intentions are good, that they're, means and motives and actions are also justified and i just don't think that's the case i don't think twitter is going to change drastically other than you know trump is going to get his 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 him back on there and all the other people that have been shadow banned, they're going to be back on there all the white supremacists that they've been trying to quell for the past five years six years on twitter they're going to have loud voices and be able to rebuild their communities on twitter so and I think that's unfortunate. But at the same time, like, how is that different from what we see in real life anyways?
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah, that, that's it. Exactly. I, um, I think, you know, once you start to consider uh, Elon at Twitter now, Bezos at Amazon, like our like the totality of our world where we get our information from Bloomberg, for example, being like a top 10, you know, uh, richest people in the world he owns uh business and news you know we got the the cats at uh at fox news uh murdoch those dudes like um you're exactly right Toyn. And in that our world is really like governed right now by like 10 people right like tim cook gives us the phone <laughs> zuck and and twitter give us the apps right because we're all using instagram facebook we're using yep. Google, which is uh, number five and six on the top 10 Forbes. The right? Chinese
2: give us TikTok.
1: The Chinese yep. give us TikTok, you know what I mean? And then um, you're buying your things from Bezos and Amazon. And it's like, um, that if you need to go outside, you're going to Walmart. And that really just rounds out the top 10 uh, richest we kind can't
2: of people forget, on the planet. You, we can't be- forget that Sundar controls all of our searches, right? Let's not leave the Indian guy out.
1: Of- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Microsoft dude. I is he? Because I know that I, I know the I know I know the C that oh is he Google? Hold on, let me see. I already said five. five, five, five <laughs> <laughs> I already said five and six or no. He's Sundar. Can, uh, Sundar,
2: yeah. Sundar is the CEO of Alphabet. That's that owns Google. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, you
2: got one Indian guy in there. <laughs> woo, splash of color.
1: What What about the uh you know the
0: Arab money with the oil? They ain't not in the top ten.
1: Uh, nah, their but their 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 money is uh, is, is is more. Uh, what what it's it's like the Saudi the uh, the like the monetary fund, right? Like Listen, their money is too, like a bunch people of trying people trying to
2: control their own people. Okay.
1: Well, that but buying <laughs> soccer teams, <laughs> but those are not just like an, an individual, right? Like yeah, it's a conglomerate. Yeah, it's a conglomerate. Thank you. Whereas with, with these dudes, it's like this one guy, you <laughs> know what I mean, is now about to take over what a top two three most used uh app like definitely like the what behind facebook twitter's uh the second most used uh social media app right it's the place where a lot of people get for some people that's where everyone gets their information and that to me is where this thing becomes really dangerous right this is where um uh having that much power uh from this one person now right and we know the type of person that elon musk is right like he's not like
2: the misinformation okay because elon really do be tweeting his thoughts he's not tweeting like things that he's researching
1: no he's just like getting on there and
2: like a normal person tweet
1: (laughs) right and (laughs) And his tweets move markets yes and there's nothing wrong
2: with him tweeting like a normal person because he's a person but like you shouldn't own twitter
0: Like, so okay, so so a question for both of y'all: Do you think he has a responsibility of some sort to not tweet like a regular person, quote unquote, because of the amount of money that or the amount of uh, influence and resources that he has on this planet?
1: I have stopped deciding or even thinking about what these rich niggas should and should not be doing because they're going to do what they want to do. So probably for the good of like, in a, in a perfect world, Twitter would be like worthless. You know what I mean? Like it would not yeah. have like a value. You would not be able to sign yeah. $50 million of value to it. $50 billion yeah, of value okay. to it. In, in and in a, in a perfect, I know, right? That'd be, um, but because information is monetized in this world, right? So everything that you think, everyone that you follow. Uh, You know when things start to go viral on one space, and then people can now attach ad dollars to that thing. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen anymore, right? Like, um, there's not a free. It's not like the free. Uh, what they what they they tried to call it the town square, right? Where everyone's just like in the market square and just talking. That's what people want you to think Twitter is, but Twitter is just a collection of data information. Yeah, I mean,
2: I think like um responsibility. No, (laughs) I think that. Consumers have responsibility, to about what they consume. For me, personally.
1: People are told what to consume, though. No, people
2: are told what to consume. But as much as there are vested, like, so, for example, the Google algorithm. When you search something on Google, it's not purely giving you the top results of searches based off of. It pulls what it thinks would be most relevant to you. As an individual, considering where you live, considering all the data that Google has about you, which is why both of us could search is COVID real and see completely different top results. Okay, because depending on how we use the Internet, it matches that. I feel like that's unethical. That shouldn't happen. But at the same time, like as consumers, we want to consume what we want to consume at the same time because we do have different options of what to consume. Like we're not all consuming the same thing, meaning that we have some level of choice in what we do consume. So for me personally, I think it's a little bit lazy to say like, oh, these companies like Twitter is responsible for making sure that misinformation is not on Twitter. No, you as a consumer are responsible for vetting information that you're going to adapt to. People don't do it. People don't do it. But it's like, If you see everything that every Tom, Dick, and Harry says as news, as noteworthy, as true, then you're stupid. And to me,
1: I feel like no.
2: And to me, I feel like there are some cases where it's like yes, there are people that literally don't have the means or the way to navigate um, to navigate the internet to find information that's important. But that's not the power users of Twitter, like people that get their news on Twitter. You get your news on. Tw- you go to Twitter yep. for news, and you know that this is a platform where people post their opinions. Why? Why? Even though news outlets have spin, every news outlet has spin, right? So right. there's no difference between. I mean, we can say like some journalists have some shred of integrity or whatever, but like every news media outlet has spin, right? No, I. But I at guess the I- same time. Twitter is not a news outlet, but you choose to go there to get news when you have an option, a cornucopia of options to choose to get your news from of people that supposedly at least have a standard for vetting certain types of information, regardless of whether they put spin on it or not, they have vetted some information. Twitter is just a nonsensical conglomeration of people's thoughts, and you're going there for your news. To me, it's not my responsibility to make sure that you find what's true there. Because you choose to go where people's opinions are, there's nothing factual about this. These are literally um, people tweeting what they think.
1: I'm not. I'm not even disputing any of that uh, at all. Actually, I think that my 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 larger point is that in a space in which, like information information is uh, power, essentially, right? Information is money. Um, that. Companies like Twitter that know that there's people who are going to be in this space getting information have a responsibility to make that to make sure that the response the information they're getting is not blatantly false. Before like,
2: before the fucking, I mean the freaking um,
1: say fucking you talk, you, say what you're
2: you talking about. Girl. You know, I'm trying <laughs> to I'm trying to clean up my language. I said that, anyways. Before. <laughs> um you have mentioned a town hall setting or the town market center square right. before people had a Twitter where it was a virtual town market square where no. their are police in the town market square saying, excuse me, sir, what you've just said is actually false. You, you, you need to have better integrity. This is not- no! no, 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 because, yes. people, hold on, hold. What because is- people went to go get their news from news sources, not from their neighbor across the street.
1: Right. And if you went and you started, if you were the one dude in that square that was consistently wrong about the information then people will stop these, listening to you. People will stop. But then what happens at Twitter in Twitter spaces is that it is very difficult to distinguish between what is true and what and that's is false. Not my fault. That is not your and fault. That's No one is blame. That's, that's a user. That's a user nope. fault
2: either. That's nope. not Twitter's fault either.
0: Nope. they just giving but you an open you, forum. Whoa, Hold
1: on. Can
2: you pay What? Okay. Outside of people that have notoriety, celebrities, uh, billionaires, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Let's see uh, them as a different category because that's different. Uh, I think it's it's inherently different when you have influence in society to, to move the move markets and to move people's opinion, public opinion, shape public opinion and whatnot. But for the individual user, for people that are not celebrities, that are not known, blah, blah. blah. For a lot of the people that spread misinformation, because they're not just celebrities out here that are spreading misinformation. I have seen many posts that get circulated and circulated, and it's just average, everyday people.
1: And it's just wrong.
2: And it's wrong, right. But for Twitter, somewhere like Twitter, like we talk about the Times Square, Times Square, when it comes to getting... People to pick up a tweet for a tweet to go viral, for people to really get interested, can you pay money to boost your tweet? Yeah, you can how? I mean I don't know Twitter, so I'm just asking no
1: no it. no no that's exactly what you can do. like people can pay like super users to to uh no,
2: I don't it? mean going to pay somebody. I mean in an organic content that rises to the surface, like uh-huh. these lies that got circulated on Twitter about getting superpowers from the COVID19 vaccine. Uh-huh. even though it was a joke right but the person that came up with that was not a famous person that was just a normal right. user right right that user right. did not pay super users to spread their idea around no
1: Mm-mm. no they didn't
2: they didn't they just posted it and people resonated with information and began to share it and began yep. to share it and began to share well it.
1: i mean i mean so the, the other thing that me, twitter has is like twitter has a large population of twitter are just robots people who like like farms that have made their their existence is all based on spreading this type of bullshit but that's right? a, like, what i'm
2: saying i would not argue against twitter removing um twitter twitter ca- cracking down on non-human like interactors the, the on the bots i wouldn't have a problem with somebody saying no this is a huge problem we need to get these bots in check yeah that we don't yeah. have false
1: yeah because those are those are those are intentional People yes, But exactly. that's, that's,
2: no that's malicious intent. These are yeah, not organic right. content being organically shared and and sh- shared among people that yeah. people are resonating with and sharing. These are bots. So I think okay, yes, Twitter should put a lot of money into being able to detect those accounts and remove them. Fine. If somebody was going to say that, yes, but when it comes to like, Twitter should censor or Twitter should take responsibility for I feel the same thing about Facebook. Facebook should take responsibility for people believing things that they saw on Facebook. No. I can never get down with that because you got this is what? not because this is not a news source.
1: No, I yeah. think that that's what no, no, I think that that's the part for me like that that is that Just that we have to like push back on it, because, because
2: because people use it that way it doesn't make it so
1: what is it? What 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 is it to you then? Then what is what is It's, a what public, is Facebook, it's what?
2: just a it's just a public forum for people to share their opinions and ideas. Okay,
1: so okay, so so when Twitter started to put those that little uh uh that little uh, crayon on the bottom of tweets that said, oh yeah, this is this sounds like COVID misinformation. You should do your research on this and then they dropped a link where you could actually go do real research on like the vaccine or on mass or on whatever right like were you okay with that was is that like it's
2: fine i think that's good product right you could do that for yeah. everything and it doesn't have to be covid they could choose to drop you relevant helpful tidbits about any subject right
1: right, right.
2: right? yes yeah, so so, okay so so okay. i'm fine with that i'm just saying that it's not we can't blame Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok because people get ideas that are not true and run with them because these are not vetted places to get these types of information get healthcare information to get inf- medical information to get information about wars, to get information about they can be helpful in spreading you know I'm not going to downplay like the the right. way that social media has helped people to get helpful information right but at the same time this, this is not the traditional forum to get this type of information those forums to get this type of information still exist they're still intact no
1: they're, they're they very, are they're they difficult are. to get for the average person like they're not difficult in the old, well, people are the just lazy no but here's the thing in the old days you got a newspaper right but didn't know mm. motherfuckers nicks didn't know who was writing them articles you had like three newspapers but well,
2: right? it didn't matter because that's where you get the news from
1: yeah, and whether the news was false or real or whatever, it, but like, there, where but you there was, forward. but that's and all of thing. us kind of just agreed on a set of facts. But that's and what thing. I'm saying, we're in a different world now. We're in a world now in which information is being monetized. But did anybody
2: close a, down those newspapers for posts for for sharing for sharing false news? Did they have to go pay a fine somewhere?
1: Well, I mean, Fox News basically had to go up to the Supreme Court, and and they they they, they made the argument that they were not a news. Station, because people are suing them for their misinformation and they're just like we're not we're, that, not, we're not we're not we're not news wait wait not us. yeah
2: but that's okay that's completely that's a different case but for the most part in that information that example that you gave with the newspaper and everything yeah in town, yeah nobody the police weren't rating the newspaper to say like you this is wrong you can't print this for most of the part unless the newspaper was going against the government and the government wanted to suppress people's voices from points from posting facts that's what we see a lot of that conflict happening, but for the most part, nobody was busting down news stations, ABC 13 down no. here. Nobody's busting no, down to be like, you can't, po- you can't, you're, you're doing misinformation. So again, I think that there are sources, there are people that are doing the work. I do think that there's spin, right? Like
1: there are I'm certain not even things. I'm talking that, about spin. I'm talking but about what this, I'm like saying facts,
2: is like, but what I'm like saying facts. is that even somewhere like Fox, Fox, Fox News, right? And, and stay with me here, even somewhere like Fox News. There are certain times where something will be very clearly happening. We see it with our eyes, we know what it is. Fox News is not like they deny that the thing is happening, but they're reshaping our perception on that thing. They're not saying, oh yeah, Trump didn't say grab by the pussy. That's just, they didn't say no, he didn't say that. They're saying this is just locker room talk. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not something, and that's what I mean by spin, right? The news outlets are not blatant saying here at least it's not gotten so bad where they're not they're pretending that stuff th- that happened didn't happen they're just having you they're just shaping your perception about it and what you should think about it given their political ideology or religious leanings or whatever versus right, on twitter right. somebody can literally say something that is completely false so to me it's safer if you really care about getting being informed and getting news it's safer to go see the facts and have somebody tell you how to interpret them and you decide if you interpret them the same way versus you're on Twitter and you're getting your news. I know plenty of people, a lot of people our age get their news on Twitter but then right. want to be mad and say Twitter should do more and it's like, no, you should do more.
0: Yeah,
1: it's not the responsibility of the oh. open source. Oh, you no. take so care I, more. So, oh, well, no, so I, guess, I guess that's where we kind of like disagree because <clears throat> because call it the the information marketplace has changed. I mean, there's a reason why this thing is a $45 billion company, because it it is it is not just a, hey, man, what did you eat for dinner today app, right? Like, it is an app that is bringing us all into this space, right? And with all these users, I, I mean, I, I think about Twitter is the place where I first saw in real time what was happening to Mike Brown and Ferguson, right? Like, we, we think about the Arab Springs, that shit was happening in real time. On Twitter, we were all watching those tweets. You know what I mean? And, and so, of course, I, I completely understand the utility of Twitter in that same breath. I also think that even the, even yes, even the users have responsibility to vet information. I do not dispute that at all. They, they do, but Twitter itself as this entity also has this responsibility, which I think is going to be foregoed. Now that uh we have Elon Musk on the uh at the head of, at the head chair to like be like, oh yeah, you know what? This is bullshit. This is actually not what But happened.
2: where this do is- you draw the line on what is bullshit and what because honestly, I work in this space, right? I uh-huh. work in this uh-huh. space this is what I part of what I do every day and what I
1: uh-huh. look at. Uh-huh. For me Just spreading lies.
2: Not spreading lies, but for <laughs> I'm me jokey. But for me, like, obviously we have controls and we have certain things in place, but for me, right. It uh-huh. becomes an issue of depending on what is the reigning ideology at the time, because we talk about facts all the time. And I do believe that there is fact,
1: right? There's a thing. There's a right th- thing. I,
2: d- I do believe that there is a fact, but right. in the way that we live and the way that we consume information That does not matter. And so that doesn't matter, right? So in some cases, it matters to you as a personal kind of value type of thing. But I would argue to most consumers, that doesn't matter. As long as the facts don't greatly um, deviate from my general worldview of what is acceptable in society, I'm not really questioning is this really real? Is this true? Is this what? Are these the hard facts? Most people don't care about that. To be very frank, right? You don't yeah. care about that. You're okay with being fed information. It's only when the information is very, very conflicting that you're like, "Wait, what's going on here?"
1: Right. Right. Well, right? It conflicts Even, with what I've already right of, like, when it believe. conflicts
2: with what I believe, that's when I'm like, "Well, wait, 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 what's going on?" So I think that for me, like looking at someone like Elon, right, you're telling me that you are going to be going to be presenting facts. or You're going to be telling people so, and where do you draw the line? Like what is important to, you know, we're talking about millions of pieces of content and you're telling me that like we can give you COVID information, misinformation. Mm -hmm. It's our job to Mm -hmm. stop you from that. But what about racism? What about freaking sexism? What about ableism? What about all the isms? Do you really think that these people don't care? The government doesn't even care to regulate them to make them do that shit. Nobody cares about that stuff. We all create the environment that we want to see. On Twitter, you pick the people that you follow. Yes, Yes, of course, you can see trending content, but you can go in there and mute whatever you don't want to see. So that in and of itself, to me, feels like why the hell should Twitter bend over backwards to make sure that you don't get wrong information when you're curating who you want to listen to anyway?
1: Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to get Twitter to be a censor, a censored app, right? I'm not, I'm not advocating for censorship by any stretch of the imagination. What I'm saying is that there is a set of, of facts that exist and it is in Twitter's interest. Well, excuse me. It is not in Twitter's interest. It is in the interest of the public space to get as much of the things that are in dispute to be correct. That's what I'm saying. Let's argue. Let's argue. Let's argue about. Let's argue about the facts. Let's argue okay. about. Like, like, But like, that's what I'm
2: saying is that people don't care about that. They don't but, care about. But
0: that. isn't isn't the 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 person that creates the tweet or whatever? What if they tell you that's a fact? It, a fact can be based on the the person that that puts out the information. It might not be a fact to you, but it might be a fact to somebody else. How are you going to debate that?
2: Especially yeah, for I things mean, that cannot be proven, right? There's some stuff that cannot be. Yeah,
1: proven. yeah. Mature, look, right? that's, look, 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 look. Okay, that's that's fair. I'm I'm thinking about like something as simple as like, oh, you know, Russia just, uh, Russian troops just breached Kiev, right? Like okay. that's a thing that's going to be tweeted very soon, right? And the Russians are going to find a way to use this. Piece of information to their advantage, and the American government's going to find a way to use this piece of information to their advantage. And we're going to literally, we're we're going to see it in a couple of weeks. Right now, we, we may have already be seeing it now, right? In which, like these entities, these governments, these companies, anyone that can monetize information will figure out a way to to infect the public space with their with their set of the facts. What I'm saying is that, like, it would be nice if these kind of so, these social media spaces existed as uh, I don't I, I don't want Elon Musk to be the police and the arbiter of what's right and what's wrong and what's facts and what's false uh, but I do think that there there is a there is a space for 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 Twitter to be like yeah you know what, that's bullshit because we have these other five reporters in Kiev and and the, and, and the Russian
2: their job and that's I, what all I'm saying I hear you I hear you because you're like, okay.
1: But they're we, doing it though. They're you're, doing you're, it in certain you're, things. You're saying they're doing, that. They did that with the election results. They did yes, that. Yes, they
2: did. They did. They and did. that is And they
1: because, did it with COVID.
2: Yes, and, and with they the coronavirus. did that. And they did that And they could because,
1: do it with climate change. And they could do it with-, with And they, they, they could do did it with, that, could do that because with, with a of, lot of things. Who,
2: but you also have to think about who is in charge of the companies at the time they're doing that stuff. Jack is very liberal. Uh-huh. So he is automatically aligned with these things. Zuck, liberal. Automatically aligned with some of these things. No, Zuck, mm. no, Zuck, Zuck is a liberal. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Zuck, hey, Zuck,
1: is, a Zuck is a liberal. <laughs> Zuck is a liberal. Zuck is a
2: liberal. He identifies as liberal. Obviously, when you cu- talking about rich white people, they still want to be right. on top. So there's going to be things they don't care about. But when it comes to the big ticket items for their party, that there's no election tampering, pr- protect the democracy, the freaking um, climate change bit. They're on that. That's part of what they believe. They affirm those things. So you have to think about COVID and science when it comes to, Oh, this is what is Mm -hmm. science is saying. They are very much on that tip. You have to think about the fact that those people, they are also aligned with that. And most of their leadership also aligned with that as well. So it's very easy for them to say, Hey, yeah, we're going to protect our users from this, you know, type of thing. But that's why you don't see during the Mike Brown situation, you don't see them talking about the reality of police brutality, even though there are multiple studies and information about how violence from police is higher in percentage on people of color. And it's more of a danger for people. These things have been proven. They're facts. But you don't see anybody fact checking that on these platforms because that's not their job. Their job is They, everybody's carrying their own biases. These multi-billionaires have these godlike complexes where they feel like their outlook on the world is good for the world. And that's what their agenda is. And because they have good intentions, they feel like, yeah, I have good intentions. So whatever I believe for the world is right for the world. And because I want to do good, then what I do is good. And And so that is why you're never going to see, that's why I almost would rather they just... Everybody, just every man for himself. Just believe what you want to believe. Post what you want to post. And if you're stupid and you get burned from believing something stupid, that's your problem.
1: This shit is what destroys countries and it's empires. already destroyed
2: what the hell are you? yeah
1: that's what i'm saying no but that's what i'm saying like <laughs> it's this exact attitude in which we're gonna end up like the roman empire the Mayans, But those the Aztecs people aren't gonna do it it's like, hey, man you know what uh you, 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 the spain is gonna make everything better over here next thing you know whole civilization is wiped out man all because of misinformation <laughs> but it wasn't
2: because of, of misinformation. It was because it was of it was disease.
1: Stimulus. Yeah, it was Yeah.
2: white people brought <laughs> Damn. diseases. That's what killed people. Not freaking. I, yeah, this I is, forgot. This it. is actually called maize, not corn, or this <laughs> is called watermelon instead of corn.
1: That's <laughs> you know. You're right. I the, right forgot sun, it. Was the sun it? is actually, It was smallpox. Exactly. You're right. You're the sun
2: right. is actually purple. Not. No, that's not what was killing people.
0: All right. So now that we've you know talked enough about Twitter and Elon let's go ahead and in transition into adult relationships not adult like love relationships we're talking about more of adult friendships you know um when you transition from college into get into the the workplace you find yourself in a in a weird space where you're trying to you know juggle you know what you got going on in your personal life with your with your work and sometimes friendships get get lost in translation throughout the your journey of trying to be whatever you're trying to reach to. So, you know, for me, when I look at the friendships that I've had and, and lost, you know, one of the things that's been hard in terms of, you know, navigating those is in terms of keeping those certain friendships is your expectations for what you think that friendship should be when you don't express those to the person that you might have these lofty expectations for. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think adult Adult friendships can be hard for somebody. Um, what What do y'all have? What do, what do y'all think about when we talk about adult
1: friendships?
2: Um, I think that a lot of people don't know how to make friends as adults. I think in college, how about is, keep,
1: how about keeping friends or keep or we'll friends get, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get to that part. Yes, later. We'll, we'll get, get there, but
2: because in college it's very easy. You're in a homogenous, a very homogenous population, and in a lot of ways, you're in the same age frame you're in the same life stage a lot of times you have similar experiences depending on the schools you went to and then the clubs that you or social circles that you choose to be in and it's easy to make friends because you have proximity and convenience yep they're close to you they're in your classes they're next door to you they're at the events and places that you go to and they're convenient because they have off time when you have off time and all that kind of stuff um but then when you transition into being an adult it's like you have a lot of things you're trying to juggle. You're trying to figure out yourself because you're also, if you're doing it right, you're not the same that you were in college. Some of you right. guys are the same, and you need to grow up. But, um, <laughs> but you're not the same as you were in college because um, I think, like for me, I went to college and I was like, oh, I'm finally thinking for myself. And then it was like maybe two years after college, I was like, well, I wasn't thinking for myself in college. <laughs> like yeah. Tw- I was still cocking everybody, <laughs>
1: like. And and Twitter is the same thing now. Go on.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, maybe two years, you know, I graduated from school. By the time I was like 23, 24, I was like, dang, like I wasn't thinking for myself in college. I was just following my friends up and down. Not saying I didn't think for myself. Like I decided to do those things, but I thought that I was more independent in thought than I realized that I was or that I wasn't. Um, And then You're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life, because even if you choose to do the job that you went to school for, there's still harsh realities that hit you when you're an adult. You're trying to do all of that while also like maintaining friendships from the past and making new friends. And I think maybe it's easier for people who live in the same city that they grew up in or they went to college. I have a lot of friends who I went to college with and then they went back home. And their friends went back home. So it was like, I'm from Houston. A lot of people that I went to school with they that were from Houston, they moved back to Houston. And when I'm here in Houston right now, a lot of my childhood friends, they are friends with each other right now. And they've been friends throughout college and they're still friends. But for me, it was awkward because like I didn't come back to Houston. (laughs) So I was just like, when all my friends left, I was like, okay, what do I do with myself now? Like, how do I meet people now you
1: know, you know i think um you know on the on the making friends front i i don't think i, I don't think that what we're going through right now and I'm, I'll, I'll say like post-college to call it you know early 30s whatever i i think it's still the same right like you're you're gonna meet people that are at church or you're gonna meet people that you know for me like you know, I joined up the UIU with—I'm not Ebo, but I joined up the UIU with Gene, and I made a lot of friends through you know clubs and all this and that, right? Um, but I—I I honestly think that for me, the hardest part is just like keeping a robust friendships just going, right? What what whatever it is that it takes to keep the friendship alive. Like I just feel like I used to be really good at it when I was younger and maybe it was because I had more time or I cared more or what, and I suck at it now. Like if I make a, a new friend now, I promise you that friend is not gonna be a friend in, in about six months, man. Like, <laughs> nigga, it was a fun run. It was a fun run. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun run, but hey man, if we don't have business together or you don't know the people that I've already been cool with, you know what I mean? Like, it's what's the point, man? I have I have enough friends, you know?
2: But there's also people that I feel like that are our age that complain so much about not having friends. And so it's like, yes, you do have clubs and stuff that you can get involved in and join. And I think yeah, you meet people that way. But as far as keeping friends and maintaining friendship, I think that some people have way too high expectations. Like some of y'all are too high maintenance for us to be friends with. If I'm going to keep it a buck. If I have to go to all your shit We're not going to. And that's the proof of that. I'm your friend. We're not going to be friends if you can't if you can't appreciate the fact that people have stuff going on in their lives. So they're not always going to have time for you. Then you're not someone that's going to be easy to be friends with. But at the same time, some of us are trash in that we don't show up for people at all.
1: What does that mean? Like we don't come to their birthday dinners?
2: just it depends on the friendship because everybody like, has doing, man? because everybody has different things that they that they like need support in so yes for some people that might mean you're coming to their birth- birthday dinner for some people that might mean like they're 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 trying to get a promotion at work and you're not even asking them like how it's going because you don't care about anything yeah. that has to do with their life. Like, if you don't care about anything that has to do with somebody's life, then you're not their friend. They're not your friend.
1: That's not true. It is true. That's, that's not true. Because I think... No, there, of, there, there, there's some there is a, a bunch of people who I thoroughly enjoy being around, and I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy. But they're not your friends.
2: But they're not your well, friends. <laughs> and if, like if
1: something happened to them, I would be devastated. I'll but be they're like, not your friends. But is that your friend though? <laughs> they're you're, not your you're friend.
2: I think we use that word friend. First of all, some of y'all try to have too many friends. And we use that word friend so loosely. They're not your friend. That's just like an acquaintance. This is just somebody you don't know their last name. You don't even know their middle name. That's not your friend.
1: That's just somebody that you hang
2: out, that you kick it with from time to time. That's not your friend. You don't call each other. You don't check up. You guys are not really friends.
1: All right, fair.
0: I enjoy. I enjoy their company. I enjoy their, on, company. bro. what like, are we
1: talking about? That's not. No, that's bullshit,
0: a, nah, that's not that like a, a very casual phrase that you say to somebody that you like just met and you're just like kind of cool <laughs> with.
2: Say that I about would. somebody you have a one night stand with and never see again.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> that's not <your> yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, let, let, let me take it. Let me take a step back. All right, let me ask you, Jean. Right, so you you recently got married, right? So, since have you found that the quality of your existence relationships have changed uh since you've gotten married uh and if you want to speak for your wife on that same question please feel free uh
0: i think for me i think it's been about the same i mean we might not be out in the well you're not covid in- is uh, co- yeah covid is yeah obviously a, a factor in all this but i'm not in the streets as much as but it's not like you don't hear from me you don't see me like i right. haven't disappeared like i'm still here like if if we talking about doing something, you I'm be I'm be the part. Hey, let's let's do it because I'm I, I've been cooped up in the house. I work from home, so I'm be moving too much. But I think the fr- the actual like friendships that I have, I don't think anybody can say like, oh man, you I haven't heard from you in like a year. You disappeared. I don't think anybody can say that because I'm still I'm still like in it. I'm still here. We we're, we're still a group. We're still a, you know a, a tandem or whatever the group or whatever you want to call it my wife on the other hand she's more she's more private white well we're both private but she's way more private she doesn't just let people in so right. if there's been people that she kind of was questionable about i know that they're not around now so uh she don't she don't have she don't really like pouring it into pouring energy into people that she doesn't feel like it's going to be any beneficial not to not her beneficial to that. Yeah. yeah
1: i will i will say for the listeners on the phone like as for the for the friends that I've known the longest, Not I will the say
2: listeners on the
1: phone. on the listeners <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Eugene legit legitimately might be the best, the most loyal friend that you could have. Honestly, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> this dude ain't talking to me. I remember you know we reconnected with Gene. I had talked to him in like two or three years, and he was having his like 25th birthday party at a uh, top golf, and he just like, sent me a message. He was like, "Hey, man." We had Top Golf come through, baby, and I was that. Yeah, and I, I, I've been talking to him almost every day since.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so random because I, I think before that we had ran into each other at a uh, at somebody's birthday dinner, like, yeah, where was it at? I can't remember where it was at. I, I feel like it was a Chinese restaurant, and that yeah. probably was the first time that we like really like ran into each other since we had graduated. That's so cool. I was like, damn, yeah. why, why we fall off, man? So I was like, yeah, let me let's go get. Get this thing back going, man. There's good people right here. And you, like you said, we ain't every day since. <laughs> yeah, but man, you know
2: what's good. it's funny because when I think about you, okay, see, but so you were saying, like, if I meet somebody new now, six months we're not gonna be friends. But our friendship is not it's not necessarily that new. It's been like five or six years by now. But I mean, you already had probably your same established friendships whenever, you know, we all crossed paths and became friends and became close friends. Cause I mean, I right. consider you guys like some of my best friends, honestly. And so for me, I think that sometimes as an adult, I feel that I'm open to new relationships, but I also believe in like it being organic. Cause I've met people, like obviously when I moved to Austin three years ago, when I first moved there, I was trying to make friends and meet people. And I had, I remember I made this one friend and she was cool, but there was so much pressure from her. I could tell that she didn't really have to too many people that she was close to. And so there was a lot of pressure from her. There was a lot of pressure from her to like, for us to be like close friends. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of pressure. And it's like, today we're not really friends like that. And it's because like, for me, I was like, okay, I don't have, I have friends already. Like I have some friends and yes, I'm looking for local friends, but I have some friends. So I'm not trying to be like pressured into like, this friendship with you where it's like by force, by fire, I have to show up here. I have to do this. And if I don't, then you're pissed off and stuff. When I just met you two months ago, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like some people do come on too strong. They really want a friend, but it's like, just play it easy. If it happens organically, it happens. And if it doesn't, it's okay. But like, no, you don't have to force it. And you can all, you don't, and at any age you can make really close and really deep friends as long as it's like naturally something that you because people naturally have people they kind ty- of types of people they gravitate towards. Yeah. Right. And so and in, in that season of your life, you may be in a space where you have more time and you have more freedom to like hang out with a person over and over again or communicate with the same person over again and build that relationship. Um versus like someone where it's like, okay, I'm busy and they always want to see me and hang out. And it's like, but I don't have time.
1: I, yeah. I kind of feel, feel like Oh no, go on, Gene.
0: No, I was going to say for I feel like for women, I feel like it's harder because there's this expectation that y'all never voice and y'all y'all like expressing y'all's friendships by doing like birthday dinners or vacations it has to be somewhere out like out showing out like I'm yeah, dressed boy. up and, <laughs> and I'm taking I don't pictures. Know. No. And I feel like like when when you brought it up like as soon as you don't show up to this one thing that you missed out on for whatever reason that like it goes to shit.
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So people have different things. So I did see a tweet that was viral, like maybe a week or two ago about this girl. This girl was like, I need more baddie friends. Like I need more girls who are baddies to be my friends and stuff. And I'm like, okay, you're picking people to be your friends based off of their appearance. Very stupid. But (laughs) it just depends on the person because for me, I'm not, I like to go out. I go out, I'm an outdoors type of person, but I don't really do like the whole like, outfit take pictures like everybody I don't really do that type of thing so for me it's a little bit that's not what's required to be my friend but I will say that there is a lot of pressure to consider people friends and something that I definitely believe in I saw this diagram a couple years ago and it was like called the friendship or relationship mountain or something Mm -hmm. and at the very bottom at the widest part you have like acquaintances, and then obviously you have friends in the middle and then you have like your inner circle at the top. And there's a reason why it's smaller at the top than the bottom, because in order to do the work required to be in an inner circle for someone, it means that you have to devote energy and time. And you can't do that well for 20 people at a time. I do not believe that. I believe that when you meet a person that has like 20 best friends, they are very good about. When you meet a person that has 20 best friends, I can guarantee you that if you interview their best friends, those people don't know anything about that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not they are fact. people, they are people, but the people that consider them best friends probably unload a lot and that person just probably like a very good listener and has good vibes, but when you ask them, when you interview all those people, they probably don't know shit about that person. Not the yep. deep not the deep stuff because it's very hard to do that and also being vulnerable and sharing like the intimate stuff of your life. Why would you want to do that with 20 people? It's too nah. much. And yeah, I think that's some- two or three. you y'all, Exactly. So it's like, I think that there's like something that we do now where it's like, it's not okay to like say things like, oh yeah. I mean, we, me and that girl are cool. We're not friends, but we cool. Like that's yeah. almost like, What's an we- in- but I feel like sometimes people take that as kind of like an insult that you don't consider them a friend. And it's like, but we both know that we're not really friends. We know that. Yeah. We know that like when we see each other, it's like we go to happy hour. We grab drinks and we laugh and we dance to music. But I don't know anything about you. You don't know anything about me. If I died, you wouldn't be able to share any information
0: (laughs) about my life. That's real. That's real. All
1: right, man. I got a story for you. You know, one of the wildest things, like one of the closest people that I like that I had in my life, like this is like post-college. So it's like in my mid-20s. Uh, was this girl that I met in South Africa? And I remember, like I've probably seen her four or five times in my in my life, but we talked all the time. And one day she she died in a car accident. Um, uh, when wow. and and yeah, it was wild. Uh, and the reason why I bring this up is to what you just said, going is that like I had talked to this girl just regularly, right? But I remember my sister picked me up from the train station the day that I found out she had passed and like i was shaken up and she was like what's going on and i i sat there and i was just like i got even more shaken up because my own sister had no idea who this other person was that meant so much to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that i had just had like this whole relationship with this person was really super close with this person and her family don't know who this nigga is and i don't know who you know you, you know what i mean like it, it became um like how, how do i put this it was like damn Like, she wouldn't even know how to contact my people if something had happened to me while we were around each other. You know what I mean? And so then I kind of think about stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it's something. I don't know if it's a friendship. You know what I mean? Because we know know just this really small portion of of each other's lives. You know what I mean? And like, there's like this whole other world that exists that, you know, I never got to share with her and she never got to share with me and blah, 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 and X, Y, and Z.
2: I mean, I feel that, right? <laughs> and that's not to discredit. I think there are different types of friendships. So that's not to discredit the fact that you guys may have actually been friends or you have like a mutually beneficial like affection for a be- right. mutual affection for each other and, and
1: right not.
2: but i do think that we use that word too loosely, and, loosely there's a lot of, yeah. and there's a lot of expectations that come with it especially because different people define friendship differently and so whenever somebody's almost like accusing you of like oh but you're my friend and you're not you're not behaving in a way that's consistent with what they consider friendship it causes issues like, oh, you didn't come to my birthday dinner, so you're not my friend. I invited you. I invited my closest friends, and you're not my friend. And there's also this awkward thing that happens where it's like you place somewhere, someone in one category, and they place you in a completely different category. And because Yo, we're not, acti- we're not actively, because we're not actively talking about like Yo. where we place each other, it can cause issues where it's like this person sees you. It's going around in the streets telling everybody
1: that Guess you're the my best, best friend. friend. That's my best friend. Right,
2: And you're like, I don't know this nigga.
1: <laughs> nope. I, I don't
2: that,
0: even know his birthday.
2: Right. And that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. And that can really hurt people. But I right. feel like some people are so, I think you have to have some self-awareness too. Because like yep. for people that that happens to a lot where they think someone, they're very close to someone and the person doesn't feel that closest to them. Oftentimes what's happening is like this person, if you think about your interactions with them, when y'all come together, you're just talking about you the whole time and they're listening. Right. Yep. And right. so now you feel close to them because you have shared all this information about yourself, but you've received nothing back. And that goes back to like, a lot of people don't know how to be friends to other people. It's It's supposed to be mutual. Like the, Not to take it back to the Bible, but this is a wise proverb from the Bible, and I think it applies. The Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, one friend sharpens another. So that doesn't necessarily only mean like, oh, you're growing and you're causing the other person to like grow or improve, because that is part of friendship. But it doesn't have to be that deep. It just means that there's something mutual about it, that what I'm doing for you, you're doing for me. And that does not happen in a lot of our friendships.
0: I think another issue with people str- with the people that say that, hey, I, I have problem finding friends is just the overall distractions that we have in this world now. Like a lot of people just live on the Internet. They live on Twitter. They live on Instagram. So they don't know how to actually have real, real life interactions with people. They don't know how to connect with them outside of their phone. Uh, yeah. And then I, I think also, you know, just Again, with COVID, like working from home, being stuck in your, your place for like a year and a half, two years, that might have stunned stun people's growth in terms of, you know, developing relationships. And COVID now that a
2: lot, a lot of my yeah.
0: friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ain't yeah. gonna
2: lie. I had people that were close to me that I don't speak to anymore at all because of COVID. Oof. Yeah, we don't we don't talk to each other at all. and. It was like when you were in COVID. Even though it's like you know, people post these things about like, oh, you know who your real friends are when X, Y, Z. I think that kind of stuff is a little bit interesting because it kind of it's childish. (laughs) It's childish because it it doesn't it doesn't leave any room for like the fact that everybody has things going on, and yet in some ways that is true. Like you might have a friend where you're going through a really hard time, and you know that you have context for this person's life at the time and they're just not there for you, okay, that's fine. I think that's fair. But for the most part, it's like, you're not checking in on that person and they're not checking in on you, but you're pointing your finger at them like they're a bad friend, but have you called them? You don't call them, they don't you guys are keeping the same energy with each other, but you're hurt about it feeling like, oh, this person is not a good friend to me when you also haven't reached out to them either. And um, so I think that that's very unfortunate. And for people, when I first moved back to Houston, I was like, oh, let me get on Bumble BFF because Bumble has like, you know, Bumble's a dating app, but they have a business side where you can make, try to make business connections or work connections. Oh, that's what's up. And then Bumble also has a BFF side where you can try to build friendships. You put in, it's like a dating app, but for friends. Huh. And so I was like, let me just give this a try because I had friends that when they first moved to Austin, they did that and they met cool people. And they became friends with people off of Bumble, so I did that. And there was a couple of women that I connected with. I will say that it's very hard not to be shallow when you're looking at pictures. Because
1: wait, what? What's the point of the pictures? Are oh, you don't want, you you do want the <laughs> ugly friend? Not,
2: I think that for me, no, honestly, uh, I think that for me, I think that for me, it's just bad
0: bitches only.
2: It's just something that is it's something that's subconscious. Where you're not really thinking about it as like, oh, she's ugly. I don't want to be her friend. But the person just doesn't look appealing to you, and so because they don't look I don't, appealing, I don't, to
1: I, don't you, I, I, I don't, I have no idea what that means, man. So
2: it means like, it means. Like, have you they ever? Can't, they can't something? put
1: in a paddle boat. No, like, that's not mom? it. That's not it.
2: <laughs> Go like try to try to understand. So like, I'm trying. Let's say trying. that you, not in real life. Let's say that you're on you're on Facebook. And it's a guy maybe in all like, I don't know, like maybe a girl for me in all camo print in all her pictures. And she's like, that just doesn't. Ap- she doesn't seem like you said she could
1: camo be- or camel,
2: camo, <laughs> <laughs> camo. And like she may be the dopest chick alive, but because she's wearing all camo, I have associations with that because I saw the picture. It's subconscious things going on in my brain versus if I had met this person in a bar and they just started talking to me, right? Because, like, whether we believe it or not, you're going to get, you're going to see pictures and, and you can shake your head all you want to, but you're going to see images of people and be like, oh, this doesn't seem like my type of person. And you can't put your finger on why, <laughs> but you're just like, oh, that person doesn't seem like they're cool. And you swipe.
1: It's probably their gap.
2: And you swipe. Because I'm not going to lie. You, but, you
1: that, but you don't have that same kind of hang up when th- when we're in person though
2: I might have it right okay. but I'm able okay. to push past it because the person is engaging right
1: in front of you yeah. yeah
2: right so like I might see a person they might sit next to me at the bar and I'll be like Ooh, why is this person sitting next to me and then they start talking and I'm like oh they're cool like this person's cool or they're interesting or whatever like that might happen I'm not saying it happens to me all the time in general I don't like strangers to talk to me so because of that I already am like Ooh, why is this person talking to me but then if the person is cool I'm like oh they're cool but yeah. there might be things I see on the person when they sit there that would make me more likely to feel like we have things in common. Right. So okay, it's the I same it. way. It's the same way on the app, except that you don't have that conversation to kind of like. So that was the challenging part that I really realized about myself. I'm like, there's a certain type of woman on here that I keep passing up. I'm not going to say <laughs> it on the podcast, but there's a certain type <laughs> of woman
1: that <laughs> I hey, say then, it offline. I'll, yeah, I will say it we'll offline. Put, we'll, we'll put her in the show notes. I'll say it offline.
2: <laughs> it's a certain type of woman I keep passing. And then whenever I started like texting these people to have conversations with them, there was one girl I was like, oh, you know, we were asking each other, oh, like, why are you on Bumble? Like, cause I had just moved back. So I was like, oh, I just moved back to Houston. I'm trying to meet, make friends. She was like, oh, I've been living in Houston for about two years. I'm like, okay, so why are you like on Bumble? Like you haven't, and they were like, oh, well, there's just nobody genuine out here. Like everybody is fake. And I'm just like, is everybody I'm really gonna, paid,
1: gonna, uh, Or right, do look, you, I, have you have
2: the wrong expectations of what people should be doing?
1: All right, let me ask you this question, Twain, Gene, as well. Like, as you are kind of moving into this next, you know, 30s, mid thirties, late 30s, phase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're laughing too hard.
1: <laughs> like, do you guys, I mean, what 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 like? are you still like actively looking for new friends? Right. Because I think I've gotten to the point and this is like two or three years ago where I was just like, I really like to me, like I would never, unless I moved and you moved back to Houston. So I get it. But like here in Dallas where I currently am in my life, I would just never try to take on more friendships because I already have so many dope people in my life that I just do not do the work that needs to be done because a, Either my friends are low maintenance right, and they also have a lot of a lot of stuff going on, so it's like it's never no beef, right like we haven't seen each other in six months, eight months, but we know when we link up it's gonna be cool or or we talk every day, so it's not a not a big deal that kind of finding a happy hour partner or somebody to play golf with I'm like all oh, that shit is it seems exhausting man like i just find I just find human interaction at that level to be exhausting you know what i mean
2: um i'm a person i'm a people person i have a lot of friends i do have a lot of friends like people yeah. that I consider friends my yeah. inner circle is still small but i have a lot of friends where people i know things we talk we share our, like our lives with each you other
1: do, we do stuff
2: yeah we we share experiences but we talk about things, real life and things that are happening in our lives and vice versa so i have a lot of friends but at the same time i would say that like I'm about to move. So obviously I'm in the market for friends locally. But if not, if I was
1: that bumble app, bro.
2: but I won't be doing that because I don't need it in the city that I'm moving to. <laughs> because I know enough I know enough people or I have enough acquaintances that could become friends if we hang out with each other enough. So um for me personally, I I definitely see when people are like, I have friends. Especially with with men that I talk that I talk to at times, because sometimes I'll meet men and they're like uh, trying to be my boyfriend. I'm like, no thanks. And then I'm like, we could be friends. And like, sorry, honey, I don't need no more friends. I have enough friends. I don't need and no I'm friends,
1: like, but And I'm
2: like, I get that. I do. These
1: boys well, ain't lying.
2: They're not. Uh-huh. But I feel like for me personally, I'm not actively if I'm not in a move where I'm moving to a new city. If I'm established, like when I was in Austin. I'm not actively looking for friends, meaning I'm not going places hoping that I meet new people or whatever. I like talking to people, interacting with people, but I'm not trying to like make real genuine friends. I'm not actively looking for that, but I'm also not closed off to it. So if I meet someone that's just good vibes and we just, cause I I traveled a lot in my last role. So like, I have a lot of friends, people that I would consider friends that live like in other states that I met while I was working. Uh or people that i work with that became my like real friends and it's not that i was looking for friends but the vibes were just immaculate so i was like it was very easy to be friends with these people because like we just got each other we understood each other there was a connection that nobody had to speak about or really try to like build it was just there Um, and so i think when it comes to that i wouldn't be closed off to that but am i looking for like every time i go out like "Mm." there could be people here that could be my friends. I'm so lonely. No, I'm not lonely. <laughs> <laughs> but I have enough friends, but I'm still open to like those genuine connections that you make that you don't plan on having.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't even think about that no more. <laughs> well, not at all. It's Gene, like, man, you know,
2: Gene said no, either. no,
1: nah, I don't it's think tough, about that either. I got a wife. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That's where most, most of the friends like now, you know, Like most of the friends that I can see myself making, like you know, I linked up with a bunch of like jeans, homeboys at his bachelor party, like that we just like became friends. You know what I mean? Like we were in an investment group together, and just like it's like to me, like if somebody else has vetted your ass, then and he thinks you (laughs) cool, and I think and I think that I I trust his judge of character. Then we then we in here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, but me like meeting a stranger and then having to judge for myself. Hell no. <laughs> that's man.
2: real. That's real. That's real. Because Too much I just feel like <laughs> <Too> <laughs> because much I, that back. is real. That's very real. Because even whenever I moved to Austin the first time, all uh, most of my friends, except for the people that I met at work that I became friends with, most of the friends that I had were people that were friends of friends, people that were pre-vetted.
1: Right. Somebody else yeah. has vetted them. So the yep. risk is low. But
0: there's always at least one where, you thought they did the vetting, and you know you end up being cool with them, and then the shit just sits the fan, man. So,
1: hey, man, because you, like you, gotta take because the- you know what? Because his loyalty ain't always to the new, the new nigga. So I, yeah. I also get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, actually, I only, I only fucked with this guy. Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> owe you anything, bro. We yeah. just met, nigga. Just because we're yeah. drinking tequila shots together they don't mean nothing you know what i mean and I, that, respect but, that, but that I respect that man i respect that
2: but that person is not your friend though that's what i'm saying like no yeah guy. they're not
1: my friend no no it's yeah. not my friend but no, what i'm saying is that like if Gina's has vetted somebody that's uh, to me like that that person's already has like a a leg up in the, to become, in a the friend. to become a friend right and if it turns out to fail charge it to the game it's like hey yeah. man it wasn't meant to be like yeah. yep what do yep, y'all think moving. about
2: what do y'all think or feel about people that don't have friends or people that say they don't have friends or like don't don't yeah people what's, that don't what's
0: wrong my, the first question in my head is what's wrong with you that's automatic like you get to a certain age and you tell me you don't got no friends I'm I' think, automatically thinking something's wrong
1: with you because <laughs> I make, used to I don't used make to sense think that I used to think that but life is so hard.
2: But if life and is those, hard wouldn't you stressful? want it? But wouldn't if life is hard the whole point of friendship is for support. Well, because life is hard, we have friends.
0: Okay, so let me go let me go back then. So let me not say that something's wrong with them. That'd be one thought in my head, the other thought was that this person might just just might not want to like being around people. That's that I mean that's that's another issue. That's another But thing that, thing that but that's the thing in.
2: I think that something is broken there.
1: No, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't yeah. that's, I don't necessarily think that that's something is broken, man. Like I think I about do. like I think about like my I come from a big family, right? With, with my siblings. I'm really close with my siblings. And so for a lot of the support situation and those type of things that we're talking about, the the hanging out, drinking and carrying on, like they can fulfill a lot of that. But right? I think like, that when, your, when we all live sibling, in the same.
2: Your siblings can still be your friends. They're uh-huh. your siblings. But there's lots of siblings who are not friends with each other. They're siblings.
1: Yeah. No, no, but they we're talking about we're talking about people who don't have a lot of friends. No, but they don't is, have
2: a lot of friends, people that don't have friends.
1: Oh, uh, and we're we're also including that they don't have siblings either. Because so, I guess what I'm saying is I'm that like siblings have, are a great stand-in for friendships at our age. That's all I'm yeah, saying.
2: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's like if someone is like, oh, well, I'm friends with all my siblings, like my siblings are my best friends. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. But yeah. for someone who doesn't have friends, if you don't have nobody in this life that you go to for support, you're broken and you need to go to therapy. That's what I think. That's not, because human beings, like you know that babies will die if they don't like have connection because that's how human beings are wired, for connection. So to me, I think it's dysfunctional as a human if you don't have friends. Yeah, if you don't have anybody in this life, you just do everything by yourself, everything is by myself. Hey, Something dear listener,
1: you. if you don't have friends, we, we can be your friends. No, we can't. Because sure? you know. be people already said that he don't
0: have... <laughs>
2: already said that he. You got a, a friend
1: in me. Saying. Yeah, he
0: don't have the capacity to bring Cibar in the already more. said
2: he, he has no... There's no room in the inn. Go live in the barn.
0: Steve
2: already said he doesn't have sweat. Gene said he has a wife. And I'm only open to it with people that I vibe with. So we don't vibe if you don't have friends, you probably won't vibe anyway <laughs> so go to therapy, let your therapist become your friend and your friend therapy.
1: Uh, man, man that's yeah not, I, I don't think that I don't think that's that's the game. I'm not gonna not nobody that hasn't found meaningful friendships yet. no,
2: if they haven't found then there's something wrong with their ability to connect with people. I do believe that, and things trauma, so let me not say something is wrong with them, but or broken as if they're just dis- they're th- that they're the issue necessarily, but trauma can create issues for people connecting with other people. But that's not, that's not how it's meant to be. That's not the the human experience. You're supposed to be able to connect with people. So if you find that you're not able to connect with people and you're not able to build meaningful relationships that are platonic relationships, then you need to seek out therapy and talk to someone because these are the things that bring that make life human and that's not just my opinion that's like science there's lots of psychological studies about happiness and the correlation of happiness and having good friendships and all that kind of stuff and so and success not- even like success in life and you know accomplishing what one's goals are it's also tied to like having a support system having friends having people in your life so if you don't have that that is something that you need to ex- you need to explore, and I think that most people, even the people that try to front like I don't need nobody, they be wanting people in their life.
1: Yeah, yep. That's just a cry. Uh, I, don't man, I, don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily a cry, but you know, I do think that again, the older that we get, the more we get kind of like stuck in the Always. ways that we do life. Yeah, true. Yeah, but you know, that doesn't mean you know, it's you-
2: right, It's like the right, well, not the right way. That doesn't mean it's the optimal way.
1: Yeah, and that's fair. I, yeah, that, no, and that's, that's all I'm yeah. saying. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah, no, I don't dispute that. I just think that you know, I, I I leave a lot of room for people to to suck at being <laughs> friends, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> some is people. Uh,
0: now I was gonna say, is that because you you would want the same thing?
1: Not nah, like I think that there's there's some people that I am a, a better friend. There, there's actually very few people that I'm a better friend to than they are to me. Mm. So that is one thing that I know about myself. Like I think that I am surrounded by people. You're just trash. Who... And
2: there's so many people that better. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something about you that people still want to deal with. Though... <laughs> but, that's the thing, but I feel like you're being, but I do feel like maybe you're being a little bit hard on yourself because I know personally that I have called Siba high off my butt. At two AM, after some stuff done went down in my apartment, and Facetimed him, and he was with somebody, and still picked up my phone call <laughs> 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 and listened to me rap for forty five minutes.
1: Absolute, that sounds about right. Absolute nonsense. Nah, listen, I'm gonna I look, but that's the thing. I'm cl- I'm I'm cl- I'm close to you. You know what I mean? So that is so then thing, right? you, that, that's that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah. about
2: friendship. Is like it's only so as you're as like on a, you're
1: aspect. on the higher tier. Right,
0: and Tony knows that you're probably up doing (laughs) something. No, I really thought
2: I didn't even think about him being awake. (laughs) I literally thought, Who would laugh at this
0: at 2 (laughs) a.m.
2: at 2 a.m.? and I said, Siva would. I was gonna call Gene, but Gene was a a semi married man at the time.
0: Yeah, I would have been. I was so I said, Please
2: let nobody think I'm
0: being. (laughs) Like, hey, <laughs> yeah wife <laughs> gonna be on the screen like who's calling huh? no, What's but, happening? No, well,
2: honestly, but honestly honestly if it was both of y'all I think it would have y'all would have found it funny too. Mika probably, probably
1: been like, would probably what the yeah, hell she probably be like, like why she why is she calling? <laughs> yeah let's see what she gotta say <laughs> that's what I'm saying like you're on that list that if you call, if you come across my FaceTime alert it don't matter who I'm with like they have to know that I'm gonna answer advice it's like hey look this person is calling this is my girl right here. Just keep eating your food. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess what I'm saying is that, like that, that that is a, a privilege for the very few. Like, but there's I think not that's, a lot of people. But I
2: think that's what is okay because it's okay to have boundaries, and it's also okay for that not to apply unilaterally to everyone. No, and I think fair. I think that there's there's pressure sometimes for for people to be certain things in your life, or for you to be certain things to people, where it's like. I'm not that for you and you're not that for me. But that doesn't mean that we can't be cool with each other or enjoy right. each other's company, but like, that's not what we are for each other. And I actually don't think there's anything wrong with having those conversations because sometimes people will really be fiending for your friend, your time and will just be like acting weird and be mad and be going out and telling people like, Oh, this person, they don't even care about nothing, blah, blah, blah and be offended. And you never even thought, like, this is not somebody you think about.
1: Bruh, that is the worst, man. Where, where, like, somebody is just, like, heartbroken. Right. Because your ass ain't texting them back.
2: And you're like, I I, "I don't even have your number saved in my phone.
1: Bro, you are you are likely Mike. <laughs>
2: like right, they, or may, maybe <laughs> what is it they say? Maybe Paige.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or or the the random names like John, uh, uh, John Thomas from Smith. The,
2: yeah, or John John from uh John from uh HB or something like that. Yeah, like, bro.
1: It's like oh yeah, not, this this man. Yeah, that's you're exactly not, right, and I think man. that's
2: okay. Like to have those to say that I think well. I'm I I don't, I don't knock anybody for not saying it if they feel like it's awkward to like tell someone like I don't wanna be your friend. But I also feel like sometimes it's just like people have a sense of entitlement of like, oh, people need to come to me. People need to prove themselves to me that they are down for me and then I will reciprocate. But if both of y'all are doing that, your friendship, your relationship is not gonna move forward.
1: It's if not you, it's gonna be this you, is gonna be a
2: yeah if you want to hang out with somebody then text them call them schedule the time to hang out and hang out don't be waiting around and being mad that like they don't reach out to you and feeling some type of way like and also read the signs if you reach out to the person you text them every time they don't want to go they probably don't want to hang out with you or they don't have time it may have nothing to do with you as a person but they don't have time to hang out with you so, you know, shake your feet off and move on. Go on to the next person. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to be this like super personal thing where it's like, oh, they don't care about nobody. They, no, they have stuff going on. This season of their life, they're not available.
1: They don't need no new. no.
2: They have they their own friends. They do. Right. And sometimes even in a group, because I have a friendship group right now who, you know, I'm not the same level of friends with everybody in the group course and sometimes the group 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 friendships can be hard because sometimes people expect they're like oh we're all like besties no sis we're not okay
1: I, this, like i'm bestie with this dude right this here. this one
2: person <laughs> is my bestie and the rest of y'all I chill with. I kick I'm it with. I'm going to
1: see y'all at the birthday dinner.
2: Right. I kick it with y'all. <laughs> I kick it with y'all. And sometimes you do outgrow friendships. And I think, like, for this particular group, like, me and my friend were talking about, me and another friend in the group were talking about it. We're just like, bro, this this group doesn't have any ginger any anymore. There's no spice here. There's nothing. There's nothing here. Like, this thing is dead. Like, this group is dead. Like, there's nothing here. Like... Yeah. And we were talking about it, and it's like, it's okay. We don't have to carry on and pretend that we're, like, close. We are not close anymore.
1: And it's okay.
2: And it's okay. Yep. Like,
1: it really is, man. It's life. It really it's is. It's okay.
2: okay. Like, you, life has shaped you. You've become this type of person. I don't vibe with those type of people. It's okay. Or it's the two fine. of us, we have different interests now. It's okay. Like, we don't need to fight. And honestly, for me, most of my college friends that I was really close to in college, I don't speak to any of them. Yeah, I don't speak to yeah. any of them.
1: Gene probably talks all of them, bro. Like all of them. Mm. Yeah. Everybody everybody. Gene is everybody's ace, man. That's yeah, but thing. G- nah, but
2: that's nah, the thing. Nah, but that's nah, the nah, thing about Gene. Like I said, nah. Gene is someone who, if you go to his events or if you see, like, if Gene dies, there's probably gonna be hella people. They're like, man, is
1: my brother, right here, Gene was man. My brother, was my Gene brother, like, man. Meanwhile, Aww, Gene man. is looking down.
2: Meanwhile, Gene is looking down, like. I nigga, I talked to you in fifteen years. <laughs> because Gene oh,
1: listened to that man. person's
2: problem and gave them advice one time, and that advice and that, that person just stuck with him. Yeah, exactly, set, set them on a different path in life because Gene be listening to people and being like, "Yeah, man." And Gene like makes people feel so like welcome and like they're important.
1: And that's beautiful, man. That's a gift, man. That's a skill. It honestly is, About, man. Re-
2: about Gene.
0: It's it's huh? weird hearing y'all say this because I'll be thinking, like, I don't even know how, like, some of these people even feel, like, so open to, you know, divulge what they got going on because I don't be saying shit. I just listen.
1: Literally. Right. That's, all, that's, that's all, like, a lot, lot of people, of people need, need that That's true. That's true.
2: They are not they don't feel listened to in other areas of their life. So they meet someone who's, like, easygoing and, like, yeah, so, man, how you doing? And they're, like, well, I'm doing And you like, wow, okay. So tell me more about that. And they yeah. start talking. And then and now then they they're like, man, up, Gene is my best friend.
1: My best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Gene's over
2: here, like, uh, my wife is my that's best what? friend, and then these three niggas, and that's it. So
1: no nah, man. Yeah, it's uh I think that there's like uh there's like so much more that we could we could go into on this topic. I think it's it really is um like a layered conversation, you know, especially again. I don't keep want to harp on our ages, but like as you get older and you know, like four-year-olds will just like you said, they'll be at the park, and all of a sudden, you got a best friend for life just because y'all happen to yeah. be at the park at the same time. Yeah. And now, when you get older, like we have to be more intentional about our friendships. We have to be more intentional about like checking up on people, and you know, checking up on our strong friends, and and not being drained by our weak friends, and just like all this stuff that you know, it, it's it's more efforting uh, now because I like,
2: have less, which is why you have less close friends at least.
1: Hey, I, I I agree with that completely, and and even like just like having having them close friends is draining. Even if it's just like just taking on all that shit, it's like oh yeah, I forgot like this this kid is sick. I got to check on them. Oh, it's their birthday, it's their anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about all of that, so I don't do any of it. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't, I i be forgetting birthdays. i will be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: why I keep that shit in, in
1: my phone calendar, man, because i will be forgetting. The bro, I be keeping it. I be looking at it. I be like, yeah, next year.
2: (laughs) I can barely remember. I have, I have, I have five siblings and two sister in laws. I can barely remember all them niggas'
0: birthdays, bro. That's why you have a phone. A phone.
1: I was just trying to. I was just trying to sign off. Just then, I got distracted with jokes.
2: (laughs) I rely on Facebook to tell me (laughs) whose birthday it is. So if you're not my Facebook friend, I don't know your fucking birthday.
1: I thought you were gonna cuss less.
2: I am. I only said the F word okay. twice this episode.
1: Accountability. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I'm I said the friend.
2: S word twice. F word twice, and the S word maybe one time. So I'm growth.
1: Hey, yeah. y'all. This has been a great episode, y'all. Like we gotta. I think we've uh, we've exhausted today's episode. This was this was a lot of fun, man. Y'all oh, are my friends. I love y'all, man.
2: Yeah, of course, we're friends.
0: Follow us on Instagram. Woke from underscore home. Twitter awoke from home. I know Siba doesn't do anything on there, but we... No, hey, no. <laughs> yeah.
2: The only thing you'll get from that Twitter is on a show release day, you'll see a post, maybe. That yeah. right, tells you I'm that the episode to. has dropped. But Siba's hey, we, too busy posting from his own account.
0: Yeah, and, right, and, and from just, just follow the Instagram account. That one's more active than the Twitter. Yeah. That one is very active, man. On that note, do we got anything else before we get up out of here?
2: All I have to say is some of y'all got too many friends you need to weed people out.
0: Cause you know That's you don't. Fine.
2: Cause you know you don't like that girl really, or you don't like that guy really. He gets like, every okay. time. Every time you leave the room, you're talking to your other friend like, oh, I'm so glad they're gone." That's not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> that person is you not know, your friend. Remove them.
0: <laughs> and some so, of y'all don't
2: got no friends, and you need to go to therapy and deal with your issues so that you can connect with people and have a good life. That's all I have to say
0: about that. On that note, all y'all right. be safe.
1: We'll holler at y'all. y'all. Easy. All right. <music> i <laughs>